Well, hi there, friends and family. Hope you all are well and peaceful. We are very excited about today's episode of The Good in Life. This is Sandra. And this is Cody. We're really excited to be with you guys today. It's going to be awesome. We have invited a very special guest personally to us and also someone who has quite the story to tell. Josiah Gibbs is a young man with many talents and has a call on his life to reach the nations and to talk about the good news of Jesus. Josiah comes from a family that has dedicated their lives to the work of God. Ever since we had met Josiah years ago, we knew that New Zealand had a special place in his heart. He really had a heart to reach them for God and to experience the culture there. Josiah had joined up with YWAM at the beginning of 2020 to study in preparation to do just that. YWAM, or should I say Youth with a Mission, has over 1,200 ministry centers that are scattered all over the planet. They are a ministry that prepares and really equips those with a call to missions. In the recent few weeks, due to coronavirus, YWAM has had to make some drastic decisions to protect its missionaries and students during this pandemic. All right, podcast listeners, we have joining us Josiah Gibbs. Hey, welcome to our podcast. Happy good to be in here. Life. Yeah, it's good We're to be here. We're very excited to have you on today and to, for you to share your story. Yes, I'm very excited for it. It's going to be good. Yes, it is. So Josiah, how does it feel to be back in the States? It's good to be back in the States. I'm happy to be home. Florida's home. I miss New Zealand terribly, not going to lie. But at the same time, though, it is good to be back home with the family and even back at church in general as That's well, you know, good. seeing you know, friends and family. It's been good. What do you find is the biggest thing that you miss back in New Zealand that really? you got to experience there? Oh, man. I feel like the people, more than anything, like, got to have, like, so many people there that you just, you just draw really close to. And even... Even like the whole like you're doing this as your day-to-day basis schedule thing. I was in that for three months and then coming back home and I was like, I have so much free time. What am I going to do with all this time right, that I have? Right. So it's being, a war- it was oh, a yeah. whirlwind for you, huh? So about how long have bit. you been back? I'm coming up on my third week being home now. Third week. Yep. How is it traveling during this time of... Yeah. Corona. Coronavirus. Oh, yeah, and quarantine. And- uh-huh. Yeah, well, being in New Zealand, they issued a quarantine... Um, and I was there for, I think, three days um, during the quarantine when it started. And then, um, j- uh, well, we the airlines was actually starting to close down, like, as I was heading out. So being in uh, Queenstown, I had to get to Auckland to do my international flight to Houston, Texas, and then fly back to Florida. Um, but it was really easy, actually, being in uh, New Zealand. It was very easy going. There was not a whole lot of, like, What was it like on the plane? Or anything. Well, I mean, my flight from Auckland to, I'm sorry, Queenstown to Auckland, very easy. There was not a whole lot of people on the flight, very easy. But then when I got on the flight from Auckland to Houston, there wasn't a seat sold out, people with masks on. Wow. And it's like, well, what how was... do you practice social distancing? Right. right. You what can't. was the... Uh common atmosphere was there a lot of people really nervous scared oh yeah i mean you heard talking to each other i talked to the two guys sitting next to me they're from colorado and they were like on this like six month getaway together just like having a good time just two mates and then they were like we got to get home you know this whole thing's getting so bad and they were like living in a van so it's like well we don't have the money to sustain ourselves with this right now so we got to get back home and it was just better for their families as well they were just they were my age so i was like man i couldn't imagine having to do that for for who knows how long so it's been it's been good though i think that that was good to say the least but how long was your flight oh from from over there to the states i think total flight time was 12 hours from from new zealand to the states Okay. Yeah. But flights in general, like my flight from Houston to, to uh, Florida was to Orlando was, I think, 
how long is that? Three, two, something like that. Maybe two hours. Yeah, two and, and then hours, and yeah. then oh, okay. same thing with uh, Queenstown to Auckland. About a two-hour flight. It's not that far at all. Very, so that's very not easy that flight. bad. Cause no, it's not. Cody's been on a couple twenty-some-hour. Oh yeah, it's the same thing trips. though. Oh yeah, yeah twenty-four hours oh, of travel. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah, twenty-four hours of travel. And even I went to Israel too last year, yeah. and that was like a. Ooh, and how many different like, time zones, right? It's, oh, I, I know. Mean, yeah, yeah, I know. Like in New you, Zealand, <laughs> you look out your window, you're flying over Iceland. You're like, what is happening? Right. <laughs> oh, I the know. sun's going up. Oh, it's coming down again. Going up again. Going yeah. up again. I don't know what time it is. <laughs> Where am I? It's how you do time travel. Right? It is yeah. how you do time. Yeah. I literally did time time travel. That was the cool thing. I'm like, this is the longest day of my life. I lost a day in between. Is that? I right? know. It's weird. It's very strange. <laughs> well, that's really very interesting. Oh yeah. So we really just wanted to start out um, by having you share just a little bit about who you are, where you're from, how did you come to know the Lord? What's a bit of your story here? Uh, well, um, I'm originally from Florence, Kentucky. Not Ooh, a lot of people Kentucky. know that. Kentucky, Kentucky y'all. So <laughs> I've been to Kentucky. Oh yeah, good place. I love it there. Um, I've only been I haven't been there very many times since I was uh, since we moved to Florida. I was four when we moved to Florida, so I mm-hmm. always just say I, I grew up in Florida. Right. I'm from Florida. That's just where I call home. So, um, yeah, I'm from Florida. Um, lived a little bit in Texas. Lived in Ohio for a little while, Pennsylvania as well, and moved back to Florida. And this is home. Um, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a part of a pastor's family. I'm a pastor's kid. Um, family's been in the ministry for a long time. Before I was born, my my family, uh, my mom and dad, was on the road um, as evangelists, and then just kind of was born into that. And then uh, when I was four, we moved down to Florida, started a church. So I've always known the Lord, right. you know, I've always, you know, known about church and God and all that stuff. But I wouldn't say my relationship started with him until I was like 17, where I was like mm-hmm. taking it actually seriously and just being like intentional about it. Right. Which I feel like that, you know, in the last couple of years, that's really developed a whole lot in like steering of like, okay, God, this is what you want me to do, you know? Right. Which, so yeah, I would say that more so than anything. So, yeah. Right. And for those listening, um, the way that we know Josiah is um, his parents are actually our pastors and we're the worship leaders at their church. And so that's, what, about three and a half years ago is when we... Yeah, about three and a half we, now, we yeah. partnered with mm-hmm. Victory and um, and that's how we got to really connect with Josiah. We had we had um, come together with his parents before a couple of times um, at our previous church just filling in um, and we knew Josiah when he was a little bit younger. Oh, yeah. But, um, but we've really gotten to uh, bridge that friendship with him over the last three years, which has been awesome it really Needless has it's been say, great this is an honor to have you on absolutely oh, yeah i'm yeah. happy to be on here and it's been <laughs> it's been cool though because i've been able to get to know the two of you really well now because like serving on at the church on sound and media as well and you guys being on the worship team i've been able to hang out with you guys a whole lot more in these past three and a half years i've been able to get to know you two very well is that the coffee where's the coffee <laughs> it's hot and ready it's, it's hot you want it's hot and ready <laughs> that's awesome uh, wait, it's please. always coffee time somewhere yeah, we're uh, definitely known to be huge coffee drinkers at the Sells House, so uh, we're always having our coffee machine go on in the background. But um, anyways, going back to Victory, um, Josiah, since you've been a part of the ministry at Victory, um, which is in Sarasota, Florida, for those who don't know, um, Victory, a church of his presence, um, is a church in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, VictoryFLA.com is our website. If you want to know more information, we're on Facebook, Instagram, all your social media. Um but yeah, since you've been here at Victory um, and have been serving before you went to New Zealand, what do you feel has been the most influential um, experience that you've had in your life right now in ministry? Um, and what do you think that God has helped define you or, or your walk with God and your call with ministry and missions? 
I know it's a huge question, it's right? A big one. It's, <laughs> a good, it's a good question, though. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. As I said, like my, I wouldn't say that my walk with the Lord started until I was seventeen. Okay. I was a, I was, I was about, um, I think early twenty eighteen, and I was like, all right, I'm about to graduate high school. I'm about to like uh, kind of become an adult right now. Right. Is, right. Do I really want to keep going with this whole church thing? You yeah. Know? And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna. I'm going to see, you know, I'm just going to be intentional about it. And if the Lord really, you know, reveals himself to me, then yeah, I'll do it. You know, I'll stick with this. And, um, and I served at victory still, you know, and I was just like, I'm doing this mainly to help my family. And also because I enjoy doing it too, which was something as well, like being like, wow, I, I enjoy being at church. I love the people here. I love serving and being a part of that community. Right. I loved every aspect of it, but just the whole thing of just being like, you know, okay, I'm here at church, but me and God didn't really, you know, connect very well, but that was my part. He was the one always talking to me. I just wouldn't listen, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so I needed to, I needed to reciprocate that. So um, then in 2018, or wait, no. Yeah, 2018, I got to go to Israel. And yeah. that's where the Bible really became real for me. Um, being there and being on, you know, the land where it all happened. You know, right. when you're in the Garden of Gethsemane, you're at the Garden Tomb, you're in, you're going over the Sea Galilee, and then you're cracking open the scriptures and being like, this happened right here. I can't that's even imagine. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. where it really became real for me and being like, man, man, this is, this is legit, you know? And like, I've always been someone that's like, if you can historically back something up to, then I'm like, okay, you can't really debate it. Right. And even being there too, they're not just like, Oh, well, the Bible said it. You know, they're also like, well, this did happen because this says in scripture and here it is here. And you're like, oh my God. And not having been there and you always have just kind of this picture in your mind of what it could be like or what it might look like. And then when you're really there seeing it, like, wow, Jesus really was here. He really walked the same area that I was in or, you know. Cody and I haven't been there, but that's definitely on our Absolutely. list. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, being able to be in like the Garden of Gethsemane and you're like walking around the same trees that he was. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. It, it's so cool. And I'm so excited to go back sometime. I, I'm excited to be able to, you know, put my feet back on the ground there, but it's a beautiful place. And then um, in early 2019, I went to an event called The Send in Orlando, which right, is a big like right. revival missions conference. And they yeah. had people like... Uh, Lauren Cunningham from YWAM was there and his wife as well. Okay. Uh, Todd White was there, Heidi Baker, tons of well-known missions people and evangelists, revivalists. and That was the big um, outdoor stadium. Yeah, event. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was incredible. I loved it. And we had a lot of great, like Jeremy Riddle was there and Stephanie Gretzinger. Right. Great night. Oh, yeah. And, we watched um, that yeah. on TV. Yeah, oh, did, yeah. I, I believe we did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was really cool. I loved being there and I was kind of dragged into it. Same with Israel, which is the funny thing. I was like, <laughs> my trip to Israel got paid for. I didn't pay a dime wow. for it. Yeah. So I was just like, well, I'm funded so I can I go. go. That's awesome. So, Absolutely. I, you know, you don't turn that down. No, so no I was way. just like, all right, I'm going. So and then even with the send, I was like kind of dragged into it. I'm like, I don't really want to go, but fine, I'll go. Yeah. And yeah. while I was there, though, I, you know, it, you can go back and watch the video. They're like this part where it's like, hold up your shoes. We're all in the field holding up our shoes, saying we're going to go to the nations right, and all that right. stuff. And I was on that field and I'm like, they were like, call out your nations and all that stuff. And I'm like, God, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. And then. He, he reminded me that he placed New Zealand on my heart since I was a little boy. And I was like, is that where you want me to go? And he's like, yeah. And wow. I was like, okay. Yeah. And being at the scent as well, I met a couple of YWAMers actually from the Montana Lakeside base. And they were going on about, you have to do a DTS. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Right, so right. 
I was, I started doing research about their base. I was considering even going to the Montana base as well, but then did some research in New Zealand bases and Queenstown was really highlighted to me and their uh, photography track as well, which was like very interesting to me. I'm big emphasis on photography and filmmaking. That's something I've always been interested in. And, um, they were the only base in New Zealand that had a track like that. So I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can maybe jump on board with this. And I was able to, so, and I was going to go in July, but God made a way and I was able to go in January. And what is, what is DTS? Can you, it it, uh, stands for their discipleship training school. Okay. So like it's a six month program, three months of lecture phase, three months of outreach phase where you do like training and equipping for three months where you're with uh, different speakers and, and just being equipped to go out. And then three months of outreach phase where you take what you've learned and really put it into action. That's awesome. Where you just are able to go into the nations and actually do so. So our, uh, our base was going to go to places like Fiji, Papua New Guinea, East Timor, um, Indonesia, but again, with coronavirus, that didn't turn out happening. But what right. the cool thing is actually looking at it now is like we were only going to be able to go to four nations. Mm-hmm. And now that we got sent home, we're reaching more nations than that now just going home. So like, right. I'm here in the States. My friends are going back to Germany. I got friends, you know, all over the globe now that are going back to their homes and that's their mission field. That's awesome. So, I mean, sure, it's hard with social distancing and all that stuff, right, but we're right. still <laughs> able to do stuff like even yeah. me back at the church and serving. I mean, that's still a form of it in some way. That's true. Absolutely. So, so yeah, that's a bit of a long-winded answer. But yeah, I mean, that's most impactful times for me. It was really even on DTS as well. You know, just times just intimate, times with me and the Lord, and even times with some of the speakers as well. Mm-hmm. I There was one guy on my DTS named Dan Bauman. He's been in YWAM for such a long time. Incredible guy. Right. right. Um, impacted me big time. And uh, yeah, but tons of great speakers. Love them all. But um, yeah, I mean, even just quiet times, like I said, you know, just... I had this spot. I'd wake up at the crack of dawn at five in the morning every day, and I'd go out on a hill and watch the sunrise and just spend some time in the Word, worship, prayer. Right? Oh, it was oh so good, goodness. and I loved it. Yeah. And just in my devotions as well, I read the volume one of the uh, Cageless Birds Cultivate devotional. Oh, yeah. I highly oh. recommend it. Definitely so get them. Uh, that good. book, that that devotional wrecked me. Um, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. I loved awesome. it. So I did that, and I was, you know, just times like that. So, yeah. So we know that you uh, joined up with YWAM. Um, they've been around for a very long time. Uh, I believe it was founded in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Um, so what led you to join up with them? What about them spoke loud to you? Yeah, I mean, again, with like being at the Send, you know, um, met YWAMers. We actually had a YWAM base in Sarasota where I live. Um, and it was a part of our church actually for a little while as well. But with how... It, Sarasota is a bit of an expensive city and when you're trying to house a bunch of students and your staff and have like a base here it's it's difficult and they weren't really prepared for that I think they were here for I think three or four years and then the base unfortunately had to shut down so and I knew their base leader too his name is Josh Elke he's a really cool guy but um yeah I, I I knew of YWAM but I didn't really know their entire vision until I was older with being at the Senate and meeting YWAMers and just being like Okay, so what do you guys really do? You know, so I got to meet them and they were such great people and I loved being around them. Like, these are, I want to hang out with these guys more often. So it was really cool to be able to get to know them there. And um, yeah, and then even with going to New Zealand as well, it was really just hearing um, really Lauren Cunningham's vision as well of just, I read his, which book did I read? I read two of his books, which was, uh, um, oh shoot, I wish I knew the titles of them right now, but I don't. I, I, anyway, I read one of them, which was like the basic like testimony. It's, oh wait, 
the book that transformed the world. I think that's what it's called. It's talking about the Bible okay. and his basic okay. vision of YWAM and all that sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And I read that and I was like, this is, wow, that's pretty incredible. I loved his, I, his testimony. was very powerful. It hit me in a real interesting way. And I was like, man, this is something I should look into more. Which led me to even looking into the Montana base and right. then the Lord reminding me again, like, New Zealand. And I was like, yeah. okay, so we'll check that out. Very so, I know. and then I Queen Summer highlighted. Of, you know, I've heard of YWAM since my youth. Obviously, it's been oh, yeah. since the 1960s. So, oh, yeah. I knew about it. So, I guess if, you know, you're going to go on a mission, that's really the place to go. Yeah, we had YWAMers. To get equipped in, to do that. We had YWAMers in Boston when I was in college up there. So, I yeah. mean, they're, they're everywhere. Yo, there's they're bases all ministry. over the planet. Yeah. They're everywhere. They really are. Yeah. Very good. So, you know, with this joining up with them, what were you really hoping to learn, you know, as you were about to go on the mission field? Yeah, I, for me, it was actually like, again, like I, I wouldn't say that my real walk with the Lord started until I was maybe 17. And coming he, coming to a YWAM for me was almost like in a way of like stepping into my own with my faith right. and like the sense of like, I've been under my family's ministry for so long. I actually want to be like this is just time for me and the Lord being set apart, you know. And with that, I was just like, YWAM seems like a great opportunity for that. Being surrounded by people who are just going to encourage you and push you, you know, and like you know, tell you you know to go into the nations, and that's something that's been on my heart. So, with joining YWAM, I would really just wanted to have like some self growth as just a person and just as like my own person, you know, just being able to go into spend great time with the Lord and even just with people as well who are my age that had like that same fire to go after the, to go after God. And, um, yeah, it was a really great experience too. I wouldn't trade anything for it. And even just to get like more like biblical knowledge as well, because like for me, I can, I can say a whole lot, but if I don't have scripture to back it up, I'm like, "Ah, I can't really talk about this. I know, what a great opportunity to do that, you know, in your young life now Mm -hmm. to really get a foundation for all the things God's called you to do. Oh, exactly. And I remember, you know, in a service before you left, I came behind you and yeah. I really felt, you know, a special word for you that I feel like your call is going to be very unique. Your walk is unique. You know, I know that your sister wants to do missions, but oh, I yeah. feel like God's going to call you to some amazing places and to do very creative things. So I was excited for you to go yeah, at, thank to, you. on this yeah. trip because I feel like you're going to experience something that's going to just be life-changing and you're never going to forget it. So I know you've pretty much done that, right? Oh, yeah. New Zealand is uh, it was an unforgettable experience, and I feel like this was a catalyst for what is to come, you know? And even with how the world is right now, I don't think it's going to go back to the quote-unquote the way that it was. Right. You know, so I think that it's like a, you know, the harvest is ready, you know, right, right now. And I think well, we, that... Well, we did hear, I mean, uh, Stephen Furtick just posted something recently. He goes, mm-hmm. what is the new normal? You know, nothing's normal. Normal's overrated. You know, as long as they're with God, that's the that's the normal we want. So no, it's true. We, you know, we don't know what it's what's gonna you know change over the next few weeks into months, and really, it's just God, you know, direct us. So absolutely, you know, yeah, we definitely. Cody and I felt really excited for you to to go and do that just as your friends. So we know that uh, I'm sure you came back fill, filled with a lot of good stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I keep going back over my journal the entire time that I was there. My I have notebooks filled, so I bet. keep going back on those, which has been really awesome to say the least. That's cool. But as far as New Zealand, outside of the send, when you you know really heard from the Lord, that's where you're supposed to go. What popped out about New Zealand that you've? I mean, because you've said since you were a kid, you know, you've always thought about New Zealand and yeah. 
Other than, you know, the hobbits and you know, oh, Lord yeah, of the Rings yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That would draw Cody Which, and I. Apparently. That would draw us, you know. I mean, you know. Yeah, I was always drawn to New Zealand. What was actually, precious about it? Yeah, right, precious, right. of course. Yeah, I was actually drawn to New Zealand before I even saw the movies. Okay. So, like, I was younger and I just knew about these two little islands off the coast of Australia. And I'm like, right. it looks so pretty there. It yeah. looks awesome there. Isn't it Brooke Fraser from there? What's yeah, that? Yeah, Brooke Fraser. Brooke Fraser, yeah. well, whatever yeah. her, her, her yeah, yeah, name yeah. now is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would draw there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I really Brooke just... Brooke and the Hobbits. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just... I really found the culture interesting and just the people there as well and the indigenous people there, the Maoris and, you know, all that stuff and just even just the beautiful photos there too. I was like, man, it just looks breathtaking. There. Yeah. And then when I was old enough to see like Lord of the Rings and stuff too, I'm like, this was shot here. What? Yeah. You know? And I was like, I want to go even more, you know? So I was like, I fell in love with it. I was like, man, this just, this place seems incredible. That's awesome. So, and I, and I don't, and I kind of really don't even know why God really wanted me, like why New Zealand? But I mean, I know why in the sense of just like, he wanted me to go there to experience what I experienced and even pour out what I poured right. out there. But I don't think I really know like to the extent of why he wanted me in New Zealand. But I think in due time, I'll probably right. see that. But I can probably answer something in there for you. It's probably just to show you how majestic God is in his oh, creation. Oh, that, yeah, right? for that's sure. That's a good I mean, one. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's for I sure. Know. Majestic. I know. I kept saying sure. that so many times. Speak I mean, to you in a way that speaks to Josiah. Oh, yeah. I think that right. that's, yeah. You know, God that's, speaks to me through nature a lot. So, I, I mean, I, I mean, being in certain places there, just being like, man, God really had a lot of fun making this place. Yeah. You know, which, I mean... I didn't even get to see a fraction in New Zealand. I was on the South right. Island. I didn't even get right. to travel up north very far. I mean, the farthest I got was Dunedin. So I was like, right. I really enjoyed it. It's two islands, right? North and South? Yes, okay. two islands. Main north islands. and South. Yeah, two main islands. They got a couple of other smaller islands, but like right. those are the, the highlight ones that you should go to. So, okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, through this time, obviously we're all experiencing it with this, you know, COVID-19, you know, coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, you had to rush home. Um, yep. how did this affect your, your experience there and your, you know, what, what happened, you know, as you were hearing about this happening? And yeah, it was really interesting when everything started to develop. I wouldn't you know, say your that family like, was pretty concerned back yeah, home. Yeah. You know? I mean, my family yeah. was highly concerned and, and to be honest, I wouldn't say that like it affected my YWAM experience. Like, I mean, obviously not negatively at all. Sure. It was like, well, you know, we didn't get to experience what a discipleship training school is like as we didn't get to do our outreach phase but that still doesn't take away from the experience that all of us got in the sense of like god did incredible things even just with those three months so right. i think right. that you know i don't think that anything was like cut short or anything obviously outreach was cut but nothing was cut short in the sense of what god wanted to do in each of us as individuals right Very um good. but yeah we were uh we were in a city called glenorchy which is just north of queenstown about an hour we were there on a camping trip as a dts for an entire week and uh, we were heading home and uh it was, it was sunday and we we're about to all load up in our vans and head back to queenstown and our, our base leader's name's Michael. Uh, he came to us as a, as a DTS and was just like, look guys, I'm sure you guys might be keeping up today. There's this whole thing called a coronavirus and COVID-19. And there's a, just to let you, you know, thought, there, right? there's, there's this whole thing going on with certain nations are actually closing their borders. And we're like, well, this is getting kind of serious then. So we were, he, he it was, it was quite sad, but it's kind of hilarious as well. He was like, there's a, there's only a 1% chance that outreach is going to be canceled. It's okay. He said, right. worst case scenario, we're going to do our outreach in New Zealand, but that's probably not going to happen at all. Wow. And then not even 24 hours later, outreach was canceled. We came in Monday morning 
We were told Sunday around wow. noonish, and then Monday morning around 8.30 or something like that, we, we all sat down in our chairs, and we had a big meeting together, and then just we the news was broken to us. Did they actually tell you then when like the borders of New Zealand were closing? or? Well, the, what happened was the reason they had to do that was because New Zealand announced that they were closing their borders. Okay, gotcha. And then also the other nations we were going to were closing their borders as well. So oh, like wow. Papua New Guinea, East Timor, Fiji, Indonesia, you know, all these nations were like, we're closing. We, right. you, we can't let missionaries come in right now. Right. This can't happen. Right. Which, I mean, sure, we would have been like the best people to go in a time of crisis. But at the same time, though, it's like, well, use wisdom and discernment right now. Right. So we... What was going through your mind? Oh, I mean, I didn't know what to think, to be honest. I was like... It's kind of hard to believe. Am I supposed to go home? Am right. I supposed to stay? <laughs> what What am I going to do right now? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was... But I wouldn't say it took away from anything at all. I mean, it was sad. It was so sad. Yeah. And we were all crying together. You know, we were like, man, this just... It sucks. It really does. But at the same time, though, we were just like, wow. You know, we had these three months together. And we have these this next week together. Right. Let's make the best out of it. Yeah. Right. And we did too, to be honest. We really did. So the Lord made it abundantly clear to me that he wanted me home, you know? And uh, so I made plans to come home. I was going to fly home on a Sunday and then uh, plans had to change very rapidly as well with that, which was a bizarre thing, but made it home. Praise God. But it was, like it was a, really good to hear roar, that you got a, home. Yeah. A roar and, a, and, a, <laughs> yeah, and there an was, applause when your dad let us know. Oh my gosh. Josiah's on his yep. way. We were <laughs> yep. on yep. the suspense. Oh yeah. You know? It was a, it was a suspenseful ride. Not, not going to lie. So like we, yeah. I had my flights for, I can't remember the dates off the top of my head, but I was flying out on a Sunday, um, New Zealand time. Right. And what happened was I then got the news that, um, Flights, Air New Zealand, which was the only ones that were still flying out of New Zealand, were closing their flights, what they said, at the end of the week. Wow. Which either meant, wait, end of the week. They announced this on Monday. So does that mean Sunday or Saturday? I don't <laughs> right. know. Right, right. I don't know. I, I don't means know. means I need to get a plane ticket it fast. It means I got to go. <laughs> so we, we, I was able to get a plane ticket on Friday instead. Right. And I was on my way out. And then on Friday, I'm about three... Mm, I think I was about six hours until I, I, my flight was. And Air New Zealand broke news that the next day, Saturday, excuse me, they were all domestic flights are grounded. Whoa. So if I was flying out Sunday, I still wouldn't even have been able to get to Auckland to actually make my flight oh, out of the wow. country. Because it's a different island. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like you could drive it. I couldn't do that. Right. I mean, you could drive it. You can drive all the way up and catch the ferry boat and then drive up to Auckland. Oh, okay. But yeah. that would, that takes forever okay it's not like you just j jump on the highway right you're going through mountain ranges and all that stuff it's a right. whole different terrain okay so getting there would have been a wild thing so anyway it's a miracle that i was able to get the flight on friday and i had friends that were flying out on sunday and they were like oh shoot we got to get a flight so they like flew to auckland on that friday as well wow and then they like got a hotel or an airbnb and then stayed there until sunday until international flights went out so it was wild to say the least. Really and, rushed. Wow. Oh, Trip very rushed. Home, very yeah. rushed. Very <laughs> rushed. And it was wild. And then getting to Houston, Texas, my flight to Tampa was canceled. So I had to okay. book a flight to Orlando, which is only an hour further. Right. Which, no big deal. But right. um, had to do that, which wasn't too bad. You know, it was just calling the family and being like, 
just keep driving a little bit longer. Right. And then I'll be at <laughs> They the would have driven anywhere. Oh, they yeah. would have. <laughs> if it was Miami or Jacksonville. You would have driven anywhere you needed yeah. to. Yeah, I know. I know. I, so I, up, I knew know? that people were going to pick me up, but yeah. I was just like, at least it's Orlando. If right. I was driving into Jackson or flying into Jacksonville, it would have been like, oh my gosh. Yeah, a little but further. But you heard they had yeah. a Thanksgiving meal for you and you got they back. Did. That's the, <laughs> they did. That's the Gibbs thing when they're celebrating. They have Thanksgiving. Welcome home. Happy Thanksgiving because we're giving thanks that you're home. Right. That's exactly what We'll come to the next one, okay? Okay. Do you feel like you want to go back to New Zealand at some point? Oh, absolutely. Up in the air? Oh, yeah. Okay. What they told us was if, well, with this whole thing, we still graduated our DTS. Normally, you'd have to graduate because you did a lecture phase and outreach. But YOM straight up made like this is the first time ever and probably the only time it's ever going to happen where a DTS only graduated with a lecture phase. Oh, wow. Okay. And I did my last week of my DTS on a video chat call. Okay. From my bedroom. Wow. So <laughs> I, I, but I graduated. So Good. I, we got to do that. But what's cool though, is the fact that we have, because we didn't get to do our outreach, but also because of everything that's happened, we have a two year span where if we wanted to do an outreach, we could. Okay. So um, either this year or next year, they're wanting join, to put together like a D- uh, like our DTS coming back together, hopefully all of us or at least a big group of us or we could jump on with another school and just join their outreach. That's awesome. So okay. hopefully in the future I could be a part of that. So it doesn't necessarily um, have to be in New Zealand. It could be at any It could be anywhere. mission base. It could be any it could be any YWAM base on the planet. If I wanted oh, to cool. go to one in Ireland for some reason, right. then I could go with You have them. the choice to do that. I would probably go cool. to one with New Zealand though cuz yeah. I'm like, well, I know the staff there really well and that's who I'd want to be with. Right. Absolutely. But simultaneously though, I could go anywhere if I wanted to. So that is a cool thing. But but yeah, I think I'll be back in New Zealand at some point, whether it is to be with uh, YWAM Queenstown or if it is to travel around there again, we'll see. I don't really know. I have no plans right now, but God knows. (laughs) So speaking of like all the friends and and people that you met, um, I'm sure quite a bond had been formed, you know, just like different times in our life when you've really experienced something together, just, Uh you know, it's a, it's a lifelong thing. Um, do you have anything you'd like to say to your friends out there? You know, now oh, that they've had to return home, your fellow YWAMers, home, oh, yeah. Y-Wammers, you know, Yo, yeah. um, a little shout out. A little yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, generation, good to see you guys. If you're listening or I know you're listening to me, I can't hear you guys, but I miss you guys so much. Let me tell you what I have not had a single day go by where I haven't thought of thought of you guys. I constantly check the group chat to see if there's any hilarious pictures or memes posted. So yeah, but, and uh, even to, if, if you're a YWAMer that has been affected by this corona thing and you didn't get to graduate your DTS, I, I know it sucks because I had a buddy named Micah. He was in Australia during this whole thing and he had four weeks of his DTS left and he didn't get to graduate, which was, was so uh, unfortunate. And yeah. I, I've been able to talk to him a little bit. He's, he's still in quarantine here in Florida as well, but it's like, man, but I know it sucks, but... Hopefully in the future, things will change. I yeah, know that yeah. they will, you know, and... Can't be forever. Yeah, it will not be forever. No, we, quarantine is only going to last so long. You know, right. I know that this is going to be something we're going to deal with, but it, it's temporary. It's temporary. Things are going to change. Yeah, but. thankfully we're starting to see the the little openings here and there. I think yep. globally, oh, yeah. countries are starting to slowly open back open. And yep, things are starting to turn yeah. around for the good. Yep. Absolutely. So Josiah, now that you're back in town, we'll call it, um, back to your hometown... Um, what's, what's Josiah doing now? What are you, what are you going to be? Well, 
I mean, doing. <laughs> we're kind of quarantine right now, social distancing. I've been staying home a whole lot. Um, but right now, just being on staff back at the church, media and sound, just back on track with that. And um, just been picking up hobbies again. You know, I got a drone, so I've been flying that around. And, right, we're just uh, talking about where picking we up go fishing. horseback riding and yes. the drone follow you. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's the cells in Josiah's dream. Yeah, whatever. right now. Yeah, go back to New Zealand, have a drone follow me on horseback. That'd be the coolest thing yes. ever. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. Bucket list, right? Bucket list right there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just being back home, just been spending time with family. And one of the things as well is just like we had the time of like, you know, being on DTS and being set apart, you know, time with just you and the Lord. And now we're back home and we literally can't go see anybody. So being you intentional about my time, just me yes. and the Lord right now as well. Been spending a lot of time in my bedroom, just in the word and just playing my guitar and um, just being in a, in a place of intercession and just having a heart posture just where I'm uh, just before the Lord a lot, which I think has been good for me, you know, even just being back home because I didn't want to just get stuck in the same rut again, you know, right? because it's easy you know, to be, you know, in it 100% oh, when that's yeah. your main focus. But when yeah. you try to bring it to your regular day to day, yep, how great when you can. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And good for you, Josiah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been trying to be intentional with that. It's had its challenges for sure because you just want to roll over, you know, and just be like, Watch a movie. I'm just gonna watch, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to turn on Disney Plus and I'm just going to binge whatever the heck I want, you know. But, but then I've the been, Lord is just speaking, Josiah. Yeah. Hey, right, right. Hey, Josiah. Yeah. But yeah. it's been good, though. I've been, you know, just trying to get back in that regiment of just, you know, like, you know, getting in the word in the morning and just being intentional mm-hmm. about it and just, you know, all that stuff, which has been good. Good. Yeah. But uh, being back at the church has been really good as well. I'm happy that I'm back with victory and that I'm able to help in some way, which is, I think, a big reason the Lord wanted me back as well, because it's like, God, why do you want me back in Florida right now? I want to stay in New Zealand. But then coming back, I'm like, okay, I'm at the church now. We can't even do normal service now. Right. It's all media-based now. Yeah. So being back home was, I think, really big for me because I'm like, well, that's where I'm, that's where my strong suit is. So mm-hmm. being able to help in that, I think is a big part of it as well. We just had our sunrise service, which I mean, that was, I'm so thankful I was here to, right. to be able to get that done, Absolutely. you know, so, um, it would have looked a lot oh, different without you. A whole lot different. <laughs> would have been a lot different. I know it would have been. Cody so. and I look back at our life and how, when the Lord's moving, he really lines things up and you look back and you're like, wow, whatever oh, yeah. big impact or whatever big thing happened, it's like, it was for a reason because God always brought his goodness in it. Oh right. yeah. You his, know, his so. goodness flows throughout it and he's faithful <laughs> right. through all every moment of it, which Absolutely. has been a huge testament for me personally. Just, you know, like put your trust in him and you might not even see where he is in that moment, but he's working. He's and then you can look yeah. back. Yeah. And way be maker, like, yeah. Right? Waymaker. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You can, but you can look back though and just be like, Oh wow. He was totally faithful in that. You know, Absolutely. He, he was good in it, you know? So, yeah. and he turned it around, you know? Absolutely. So, so yeah. Well, talking about Sunrise Service, um, we know that you have a huge um, talent for photography and especially videography. Um, those are your other two loves of your life. Um, can you just tell us, first of all, a little bit about that, just your passion for that? And then secondly, um, some of the things that, you know, in New Zealand, um, what you incorporated that, how you incorporated that in New Zealand in your trip and what was beautiful for you in New Zealand, what was interesting about it and just all of that kind of bundled into one. Yeah, um, I've always had an interest in film since I was a kid. Um, I've always loved movies, but I really didn't get involved in it until my teenage years. I, I took four years in a in a uh, performing arts school. Uh, okay. I took form, uh, filmmaking and photography courses uh, throughout the course of that, and uh, I loved it. 
I had a lot of time, a lot of fun times doing it. Did short films, we did music videos, all that fun stuff, and I really enjoyed doing it. Even if I wasn't the director, cinematographer, if I was just doing lights and stuff like that, if I was a gaffer, I enjoyed right, it. You right. know, it was just something that I was <laughs> able to do in making something, and I loved doing it. And uh, photography as well, I loved doing just, you know, landscapes, portraits, um, food photography, you know, and, you know, all that product photography. It's fun stuff to do. So, um, and then going to New Zealand with the um, photography DTS, it wasn't um, filmmaking focused, it was photography focused. Okay. okay. So it was really cool for me because I've always been more of a filmmaking person over photography. Right. So it was a bit of a stretch for me actually being there because I'm like, ooh, I'm used to taking videos and now I'm only taking one frame instead of 24 frames, you know? So it's, it was a little bit of a curve for me actually because I'm like, well, I'm gonna do the different thing now. Yeah. Which actually, Turns out I loved doing that after like two, three weeks. Right. Because it was actually a fun thing for me because like I was like, I'm with all these new friends and I get to take pictures of them. And then they're like, oh, I love these so much. And then they're putting them up on their Instagram. <laughs> and then you're getting all these friend requests from people from Ireland and from, you know, wherever. And you're just like, oh, this is so-and-so's friend. That's right. cool. So, um, but yeah, and even just, you know, the God's creation is so on display there. You know, just you look right. at the mountains, you look at the hills, the rivers, the lakes. And you're just yeah, like, I mean, the photos oh, were fantastic. Gosh, yeah, <laughs> it was my third week there. I got to go to a place called Milford Sound, which okay. was um, it's called a fjord. Right. It's basically just this big channel that goes out to the ocean, but it's surrounded by mountains and waterfalls and. It was beautiful there. We had such a fun time. It was, it was kind of, we were kind of upset first going out because it's like, oh, it's all stormy and all that, you know, but it added to it big time because oh, you're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, we're out here in our raincoats. It's pouring rain and yeah. you're praying, God, please don't get my camera jacked right now Absolutely. while I'm out here. Absolutely. And it was so bad, but <laughs> right. I, I got, my camera got drenched, but praise God for, uh, a little bit of waterproofing. for waterproofing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like for water resistant camera. So that helped out big time. But, um, and sometimes those stormy scenes too, they actually make it oh, better yeah. for, for oh, the yeah. photos. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it added to it a lot of times, you know, just I got some, you know, good photos of buddies of mine where it's just like, you know, there's tons of rain falling and you know, the wind's blowing in right. their hair and you're like, oh my gosh, you look <laughs> sick. Yeah, Cody you know? and I, we went to Maine last year and we, you know, we we're gonna get our family photo shoot. Yep. It's probably one of the first ones we've ever done, yeah. you know, a real Hired professional a photographer, photographer right. besides our wedding. And we're like, okay, you know, I straighten my hair, you know, mm -hmm. we come down to the coast. It was going to be this rocky coast with, you know, a, a lighthouse in the background. Yeah, yeah. And we just start seeing fog. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it like, was thick fog, too. Thick oh, fog, yeah. like where we're like, how is she going to take a photo? But they ended up being the most amazing photos with oh, yeah. like this blurred background. I mean, mm -hmm. really dramatic, you know. Very dramatic, yeah. So we were, you know, you just... Take you a picture. What are you rolling? Yeah. Oh the yeah, punches, you know? that's a part of Take it. Just just run and gun. Just go for it. And you <laughs> right. shoot. That's what you got to do. And we had that too. I mean, there was times I had so many funny pictures of people too. Just like that, I never showed them. Where I'm just like, they got like an eye drop in their eye, and they got this hilarious face on. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna let them see this. This is just for me. This right. is hilarious. So, but yeah, it was cool. You know, being able to go to those places and just be, like, and even like I said, being out on that hill every morning and just being able to see the sunrise, just a new day. Right. Right. And every sky looked different every morning. And you're like, man, God, on, how do you do that? That's wow. so cool. You're you know, to me. I yeah. know it's so cool. Right. And, and there was even mornings where you, the, there's this, there's this, uh, mountain range in Queenstown called the remarkables. Okay. Fun story of how they were named. So it runs directly North and South. And someone was like, 
fun fact about these mountains, they run directly north and south. And the first response was, that's remarkable. So they called it the Remarkables. Oh, really? <laughs> that's the most Kiwi thing literally ever, but it's funny. So they got this, and it's a ski field. On right. the, like we were on one side, and then on the other side is this big ski field. So I would be looking at those every morning. I'd wake up some mornings and there'd be like snow on the peaks of them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, wow. that is so okay. cool. Even you know? in the middle of, it's, it was summer down yeah, there, right? Yeah, it okay. was summer, but there'd be mornings where I'd wake up and it was like maybe like 40, 50 degrees wow. outside. It was a really weird summer. They even told us that yeah. too. Like this is one of the strangest summers we've ever had. Okay. So I'd wake up some mornings and I'd be out there with, you know, hoodie, sweatshirt, denim jacket. I got my toque on and I'm just like out there. But yeah. I mean, it was great though, just being able to see the snow and just see a new sunrise every morning and just cause, I'll bet. you know, God put his beauty on display every single morning and every single day through that. We did that. see a, a really cute photo of a hedgehog. Oh yeah. I oh my that gosh. Was yeah. Neat. My son hedgehogs. would love oh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. I got I got a fun story with that actually. I'll, I'll tell it real quick. My my buddy on DTS, his name's Nate. He's from Canada. He's from Ontario, Canada. Nate, if you're listening, I love you, man. Um <laughs> he he uh he told me he was out one morning and he was like, It'd be really cool to see a hedgehog. And was just like, <laughs> I wanna see a hedgehog. He's like, that's just stupid. Why would God send me a hedgehog? That's ridiculous. He was sitting there, and I don't know where a hedgehog came out of the bush. Wow. And he was like, okay. And it came up and sniffed him and walked away. And he was like, whoa, wow. that's so cool. That's amazing. So I heard that story. He told me that, and I was like, I want to see a hedgehog. <laughs> so I woke up the next morning, and I'm like, God, I want to see a hedgehog too. It didn't happen. And right. I was like, eh, whatever, you know? <laughs> and then that night, we drove to, um, to Dunedin. Uh, we went on a weekend trip, and we were going to... Uh, just have a good time, just a bunch of us. I think we had like a group of maybe like 11 or 12 of us um, that went out to Dunedin. So we went out and we're walking. It was one in the morning, we're out on the beach. And I was walking and my friend Tori's next to me and she stops in her tracks and goes, oh my gosh, there's a hedgehog. And I turn oh, and there's awesome. a, there's one right on the ground. <laughs> I got right down. In prayer, I know. It shall be done and unto I, you. I know, exactly. And I picked it up and I got the picture taken with it. And she Aww. told me too, she was, my, my friend Tori was just like, you know, God probably totally knew that you'd rather see a hedgehog on the beach. Right. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you you're were, right. You you're were right. specific, right? I want to see a hedgehog now. You said exactly. I want to see a hedgehog. Yeah, yeah I just so said, he knew I want to see a hedgehog. You, yeah. You know? That's yeah. And, and, I, and I was longing to be at a beach soon because yeah. I was missing home and like, right. I want to be on a beach. Right. And then we were going, I'm like, I'm so excited to be at a beach. And then I got to be on a beach and I saw a hedgehog and I got to pick it up and take a picture with it. That's so I'm amazing. like, that's a great story uh, right there. That's a great story. So I, I loved that. It was a great little moment for me on DTS. So cool. yeah, fun story. What about the most delicious thing that you had to eat on your trip? Because you know that we're huge food fans. Oh, yeah. And we need to hear about the food. <laughs> the food. It's a culture. It is. It you is. Know? Yeah. Every place you go to, there's different food. So um, New Zealand is... I mean, it's it's not too different, I would say, to be honest, from American food. There's just different things like I mean, lamb. Wendy's, lamb is very <laughs> common there. Okay. Lamb is something that you have a lot. The, there's a whole lot of sheep in New Zealand. There's like a man. Well, the sheep outnumber the human population the there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's okay. more <laughs> sheep in New Zealand than people, so wow. that explains a lot. <laughs> so, um, like when we drove out to our base every single morning. The, there's sheep, sheep everywhere. Wow. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. So wow. it was cool to be able to see that. Um, in Queenstown, there is a burger place called Ferg Burger. And say, it, say it again. Ferg Burger. F-E-R-G Burger. Okay. Ferg Burger. Yeah. And then there's another place called like 
Can you say it with a New Zealand accent? Um, oh, I'm not even going to try it. I don't want to insult <laughs> anybody. Put him on the spot. I'm, like, I'm the not going to try it. I'm not going to try it. Um, but, no, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, so Fergber, they, they had their traditional burger, which is the Ferg burger. Okay. It's lamb. And oh, oh my gosh, it was so good. I loved that. They had uh, Mrs. Ferg, which is their um, like gelato ice cream place. Mm. And that was fantastic as well. Um, man, I'm trying to think. There's a there's the clothing store Pan- Patagonia, but there's also right. an ice cream shop called, yeah. pa- called Patagonia. There's okay. an ice cream store. Yeah. That was fantastic as I think well. that was in Colombia too, wasn't it, when we went? Might have been, yeah. I feel it like we've been. seen that in yeah. other countries. Yeah, great place, though. <laughs> I loved it. And yeah. then I, it wasn't like a, oh, it's only in New Zealand or whatever, but we went to this Brazilian grill one night. Right, and, right. Oh, like all you like can a eat. Yeah. I think, yeah. Where they slice the meat on your oh, plate yeah. and oh, they keep coming. Oh my gosh, it yeah. was Cody's so dream. cool. Life changing. Yeah, it was life changing. <laughs> I mean, I was loving every moment of it. Just, just tons of meat. I was like, this is yep. so good. Absolutely. I ate a chicken heart. Really? I ate okay. a chicken heart. So keto of you. <laughs> I know, very keto. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, they were going around. They're like, who wants a chicken heart? And I, my outreach leader was there. His name's Joel. And we both looked at each other like, let's do it. I'll so do we it. both got one and we're like, let's go. So we just downed it and we're like, oh my gosh, that oh, it was terrible. Oh, was it? Rubbery texture. Oh, no. It was a bunch like, of valves. Oh, you know? Yeah, a bunch no, of valves. You. Let me tell you what. But yeah, I doused it in barbecue sauce and just downed it. Was it cooked? Uh, I would hope it was cooked. I mean, it, it looked cooked. <laughs> Hopefully, so, hopefully, but yeah. <laughs> That's and, daring of you. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, man, other food there. Um, actually, what we got fed at base was also really good. We have an incredible kitchen staff um, led by um, a guy named Dave. Dave Boss, if you're listening. Love you, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's an incredible cook. Um, he made so many great meals. Some of the lamb that I got fed there, too. Oh, my gosh. It was incredible. Um but yeah, I got fed great there. I was really happy. I lost weight being there. So. Oh really? Wow. Oh yeah. I, I was eating. I was eat, well. They make healthy food there. Like right. they weren't just like. No good American. Uh, casseroles yeah. And no. Such. Not none of that happening. None no, of that. Uh, so. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Chick Fil A. Chick- still no, wants Cracker no. Barrel. He said. Yeah. I'm still still waiting on my Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Still waiting on it. But but yeah, I got fed great there, and there's tons of great food too. I mean, I didn't get to eat out as much because I mean you're. You're a you're a student there. You're not spending much money going out and eating. Right. Absolutely. But um, I had I had McDonald's. I had Mackers. What so do they call much. it again? Mackers. Well, I mean, Don's. depends on where you're yeah, from. Yeah. You're from Canada. It's Don's. If you're from America, it's Mickey D's. If you're from New Zealand, it's Macca's. Or if you're Dan Bauman, at least they're consistent Mackers. with what they serve mostly. Right. Oh you know, yeah, they very have consistent. Some, some Hawaiian spam, at, you know, in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they had. Different. Maybe it was a lamb burger or something. They did have a lamb burger, a lamb burger in New Zealand, and then up in Canada they, just they got. To the they have a thing locals. called poutine. You ever heard of oh, that? Oh yeah. Oh, Cody's poutine. definitely heard of poutine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I had poutine so <laughs> from a bunch of the from my Canadian friends actually on DTS. Like, you ever had poutine? I'm like, what is this? And they made it, and I'm like, it's pretty good. Oh, All yeah. Right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Gravy on some potatoes. I know. I was like, this is. Fantastic! So good, I yeah. love it. Just a bunch of cheese on some <laughs> yeah, French fries covered in gravy. It's pretty good. Anyway. So, but yeah, great food though. I had a great so time good. there. We had a lot of community meals as well. Like on the weekends, we'd all get together and make food. So, like, I made a huge thing of spaghetti one night. 
for all of us, Very which was good. a huge, huge feast. I made good. my dad's recipe, sent him a photo, and was like, I made your recipe, and they love it. And he's nice. like, awesome. <laughs> Very good. Oh, so yeah. you got to venture out in some culinary skills. Right? Oh, I did. Any yeah. campfire, bonfire roasts, or anything like that? Here's a sad story about New Zealand. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. You're no not allowed fires. to have fires in oh. New Zealand. Oh, wow. Not Wildlife preservation. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so it has to be like a controlled fire. So right. like you can't make like a fire to like sticks and all that stuff but if you have like a little propane tank you know or something like that but you can do that no, I, mean, I know i i i, you I like heard that the, the, i know uh, beach bonfire. what's that movie tom hanks like you know where he gets deserted on the island the huge oh, fire you know like yeah <laughs> yeah cast away just go yes. for it this you is know? what we're envisioning i know i went i when i got there i'm like i'm totally gonna do fires on the beach right but, well actually in dunedin hopefully the new zealand like wildlife preservation isn't listening we were on the beach in Dunedin and one of my friends um she's just like she was like I'm making a fire I'm just doing it right and we're like okay do it unnameless anonymous if you're listening you know who you are <laughs> but we, we know nothing we know nothing yeah but she made a fire and we were just like this is great it was right on the beach right we're in a cave you know, and right outside the cave, we have a bonfire and there's the beach right over there. And we're like, this is the coolest That's thing awesome. ever. It's so good. But, but yeah, you're not allowed to do fires in New Zealand, sadly, which sucks. Yeah. Can imagine yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Nonetheless, good. it was well, really Josiah, good. Well, Josiah, we are just so glad that you're back safe. We're glad that you had this really impactful experience and, Absolutely. um, something that I just wanted to point out, you know, whoever it was that really supported your trip to Israel and help support this trip yeah. you know, to New Zealand for you, they just didn't really realize this huge impact it would make on your life. So oh, yeah. we just, you know, we bless them and we just, you know, Absolutely. because you're just gonna, you're gonna take this world by storm. I just know that, you know, for <laughs> the things you, yeah. of God. So we know that this trip has been pretty impactful for you. Uh, mm -hmm. And you had some pretty amazing speakers and, oh, yeah. you know, teachers. And what do you think was the most I mean, tell us a little bit about that. What, you know, what did you really take away from this? What did they speak about that moved you or? Oh yeah. Um, there was a whole lot of incredible speakers that came in. Um, our first week we had, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out on a name right now, talking about hearing God's voice going mm -hmm. into, we had a week on identity, we had a week on relationships, character and nature of God, missions, etc. We had so many different weeks and it was, all of them were different, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. You know, no, no speaker was like the same as another. They were all very unique, very different. Teaching styles were always different. Like you'd have someone come in that was, I have all of these slides and we're going to do this whole like, you know, presentation and all that. And then another week where it's like just sharing testimonies and just sharing life experiences. So right. um, everybody was different, which I loved. Um, the week that I would say, we all had our favorite speakers. Right. Like, we'd yeah. always talk about like, who's your favorite speaker? <laughs> we'd always have that conversation looping around. Um, for me, I, I had a number of favorite speakers. Um, I loved them all. There wasn't a single one where I was like, that week was terrible. No, I, I loved every single one of them. But uh, Missions Week for me with Dan Bauman was the one that impacted me the most. He has an incredible testimony. Um, he's been involved with YOM for years. Um, he uh, currently lives in Afghanistan and oh, lived wow. in Kurdistan as well for a good while. And that's where he does a lot of his mission work. Okay. Um, uh, a number of years ago, he actually went to Iran to get contacts. And while he was there, he was actually imprisoned and tortured for nine weeks. Wow. Um, and um, he, he wrote a book about it. I read it. 
it's a it's a heartbreaking story but it really goes to show just like how good god is through even the hardest of circumstances and like that you know the mission field isn't just this pretty place it actually is something that's quite gruesome yeah Yeah. um so and it really impacted me as testimony i i i laughed i cried i laughed i cried you know and and dan is that guy where he's like can one minute just be making you crack up and then the next second you're just like wow god you're so good and you even despite what he's been through he's he's still come out a conqueror through this you know um and then uh yeah but dan oh my gosh love that guy spent i spent a night at mcdonald's with him like until i think like 11 <laughs> in, 11 at night and with a whole mackers. bunch of us at mackers at yeah. mackers we spent a good night there together um another another uh, great speaker was uh his name's chris twin he's from uh from australia he has a church uh on the uh i think it's on the gold coast okay um and uh he came and spoke on the character and nature of god He's, he's got incredible testimony. He never graduated high school, but the amount of knowledge that he has on the word mm-hmm. and just how in depth that he can go, it, it blew me away. Right. And um, he's got like a doctorate in, in like biblical theology or something like that. I'm like, this guy never graduated high school, really? <laughs> it blew me away. Because I mean, if I met him, I'd be like, this guy's got like eight PhDs or something. But like, guy never graduated high school. And he's an incredible guy. Um, bringing a lot of like one of the things for me with him is like if you questioned him about something he'd immediately have scripture to back it up and one of the things for me is like well i believe stuff but i don't have scripture for it so with him being there i was able to hey i have this question and going into conversation with him and being like i have this thing that i believe is this true or false and what does scripture say about this or is this something that i'm even falsely believing and there was times where he'd be talking and i was convicted i was like Oh gosh, I don't, oh man, oh man, Chris. (laughs) But I mean, a whole lot of things that he talked about, actually, I was just like, wow, that's, yeah, I agree with that. Where does it say in scripture? Or what do you have to say about that? And and he he always brought it back to the word, which I loved, you know? And um, that was something extremely impactful to me because I mean, there's a, there's a big difference between just an inspirational talk and a sermon or, you know, actual teaching. So that's something I loved about, every single one of my speakers as well as just it was always coming back to the word and looking at it in its full context from genesis to revelation and not leaving a single stone unturned you know i think um, god really is in having mentors in your oh, life you know oh, those yeah. that can really inspire you and teach you and oh yeah speak show you the way you, and yeah. speak into yeah. you so how, yeah. what a cool experience oh yeah a lot of cool experiences from that yeah. and and even some stuff that the Lord was revealing to me about the future i won't get into it here i'm not sure when i want to talk about it to be perfectly honest but you know, we'll see where that comes in down the road, but um, but yeah, Lord did a did a did a number on every single one of us. But even me personally, you know, I mean, there's there was so many moments just me and God just hanging out together, you know, and just Him being able to speak to me through these speakers. Even you right. know, even in the classroom where you're sitting there on a lecture and you're just really hearing from the Lord like a personal word, and you're like, wow, this is so good, you know. Yeah. Right. And even yeah. from our staff, you know, I my, there was a guy on my DTS. His name was Joel. Still is Joel. Um, and, <laughs> and me and him went out for a walk one night. We were just talking and I was just like, man, I, I never thought about that. And he'd bring up something else. I'm like, wow, I never thought about that either. You know, so it's just a lot of growth happened from from that from that entire time. Those three months, was I think. Was this your first international trip? Well, I went to Israel. Israel. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Your second. Then. Yeah, second international yeah. trip. Yeah. But it was so cool, though, even like with that, like you're international, but 
Joel. He's a guy from Detroit, you right. know, and I'm just like, I, you know, <laughs> it's my homeboy, you know. Right. So I, I love that. And then you're meeting people from, from Ireland. You're meeting people from New Zealand, all that stuff. And all of our speakers were from all over the place too. Like Dan, he's from San Diego. Then you have Chris Wynn coming in. He's from, um, he's from uh, Australia. And then you also have like, there's this guy. He came in. His name is Edwin Phillas, and he's from, uh, from South. He's from South Africa from Cape Town. Absolutely incredible guy. He made me laugh so much on our DTS. I, 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 I feel bad. I forget what he talked about, but he was an incredible dude. Shared his testimony. And, um, oh, the cost of discipleship. That's yeah. what he talked about. Okay. Um, but yeah, incredible speakers. A lot of impactful things. And my, I have journals filled just completely full, so cover to yeah. cover. So I know yeah. if you can really journal things, you're probably really capturing it. And you oh can yeah. Go back and remember and, and read. Yeah. So. Exactly. I learned really good, good from from writing things down and going back and you know. Remember what God told exactly. you. Exactly. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> How often do we have a dream and you're like, I know God was trying to teach me something. And oh yeah. Maybe I should have written it down. You know. <laughs> yeah, I had that a lot. I actually had. I don't dream very often, but being in New Zealand, I had a lot of dreams, which yeah. was something really cool for me. Right. I was like, I need to write these down. And um, something as well as I even started, like, I, I was into poetry while being in Florida, but I was like, I'm going to start doing that again. So I, like, wrote poetry while I was there and a lot of stuff like that, which was really fun for me just to be able to just do stuff with the Lord, you know, yeah. just right. like, I'm not good at drawing, but I want to draw a picture, you know, Absolutely. and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Visual learning is something that yeah. I'm definitely more proponent to, but, but yeah, it was really good though. Really I, fun. I could go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, we really just wanted to kind of sum up this podcast with just a prayer over you, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah, we thank really, you. you know, we're excited for you as friends, you know, for what mm-hmm. God's going to do with you, but we just know that God has got a big destiny for you. Yeah. So we just kind of want to give our, our blessing on that. And if you wouldn't mind, we'll just pray for you. Um, so if you would pray with us, Josiah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lord, we just thank you for this time with Josiah, Lord. We just thank you that, you know, you are the guiding force in his life. And, Lord, we just thank you that he got this opportunity to really focus on his relationship with you and the the things that he's going to do in his life for you, Lord. And we know that you are his purpose, Lord. We know that he has found a very unique way to, to hear your voice, Lord, and that's just in the things he sees and Lord, we know that you're faithful in his life to provide everything that he needs, God. And uh, we just thank you for the unique way you've made Josiah and just all the amazing things he's going to do, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you just continue to increase in his life, Lord, increase his, his experiences with you, Lord. And I pray that the Holy Spirit just really reveals things to him that he experiences in the word, God, and just in random situations, Lord. And we thank you that his mission field is here. It's now, it's right in front of him, God. And that you haven't, you know, failed him in any way. You are faithful in all things, God. And we just really thank you for who you are in his life and the things you're going to do with him, God. We thank you, Lord, that you're just... Um, creating a deepening within him, Lord God, and a deeper hunger for you, Father God, in this time. And um, we know it's been a very kind of strange time, but we know that that he knows that he's walking with you, Lord, and with every step that yeah. you're guiding him through everything that he's walking through from going from here to New Zealand and, and back, even if it was in a quick fashion from what we see in our, in our minds, Lord. But I thank you, Lord God, that um, he would just uh, have a deep hunger for you, Lord God, that he would just dive into the word like never before, 
Lord God, that you would just give him new revelations of, of things that he might have not seen before when he was reading the word or when he was praying or spending that time with you, Father God. And, and Lord God, that maybe you would um, have him open his journal um, from New Zealand and, and go back and, and recall things that you had given him that, yeah. again, he might have not seen the first time, but now he's looking back at it the second or third time. And, and whoa, you know, these new revelational nuggets that you're, you're bringing out of that, Lord God. And I, I pray that it would just be a, a new, um, unique experience um, with you and your spirit, Lord God, with, with him and you, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for, for Josiah and the, the young man that he is and, and the man that he's becoming. Father God, I thank you that you have your hand on his life. And, and I thank you for the talents that you've given him in, in photography, videography, poem writing, whatever it is, Lord God, I thank you for all those talents you've instilled in him that um, he's willing to raise those up and lift them up to you, Father God, and, and serve you with them. And and I, I pray that you would just continue to grow him in those aspects as well, Lord yeah. God, and, and grow his eyes and his ears and, and and his mind to be creative in those those realms as well, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We love you and we bless you and we bless Josiah in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, guys. Josiah, for, for joining us. Thank you so much. Yeah. On the good in life and sharing your experience. It was a real honor for you to be our first guest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy, happy I could be your first guest. And for you guys that are listening, um, if you want to hear any more about Josiah, it's josiahgibbs.com, right? You have your website? Yep, I have okay. a website. You guys can read all my blog posts that I've done. I did a weekly blog, actually, the entire time I was in New Zealand. If you want to hear like kind of a little bit in depth of like what was going on on my DTS, you can read those there. Okay. And then um, also I'm on Instagram at underscore Josiah Gibbs underscore. Okay. I'm private, but you can follow me there. I'm, I'll probably open it up sometime. <laughs> you have, you have uh, like videography stuff on there too, YouTube, anything like that? or I have a YouTube channel. You can okay. look up Josiah Gibbs. I don't okay. have a whole lot on there, but um, yeah, you guys can check it out if you sure, want. Sure, more to come soon, right? Oh yeah, probably <laughs> in the near That's future. That's a good way, cool. good way to really follow with what you're doing. And oh, yeah. you know, for anyone out there listening, um, if you'd like to support Josiah and his future missions, you know, I'm sure... The Lord would bless you, the giver. So um, <laughs> you can you can reach out um, to to Josiah at his website, and I'm sure he'll show you. Where, oh yeah, all the information is there. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's a it's good soil to plant seed in, right? Amen. So, um, we we definitely as the cells will do that for sure. Thank you guys. So uh, we really appreciate Josiah, and uh, absolutely, hopefully yeah. we'll have you on as a guest another time. And Amen. thank you again for being here. Yeah, we threatened to do a game show. <laughs> Oh, you know, right. we'll yeah, Jeopardy style game show. Jeopardy style, you know, maybe you can come for a Scrabble game. You know, that would be interesting. Oh, let's but do no. it. Yeah, audio Scrabble audio game. Audio Scrabble, let's go. real interesting, you know, <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. I don't know. We'll do something like that. Um, but we really appreciate you coming on. And uh, that's Sandra and Cody Sells. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us.